welcome to the Everybody Podcast. Here, we'll dive into all things health and mindset to help you learn to push past your limits into a life you can be obsessed with. My name is Cassie, and I'm a personal trainer and health coach focused on guiding you toward being your healthiest, happiest self. So buckle up and let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to another week of the Everybody Health and Mindset Podcast. I am going to continue to discuss heart health and factors about heart health um, over this month. And before we get into it today, just a little update on my life because you all asked for it, right? (laughs) But you may have noticed I was a little less prevalent on social media this week. And mainly that was because I was... (laughs) just kind of mentally checked out, exhausted, um, and I just needed a little break. So I took two, three days uh, to kind of just refocus on where I want my priorities to be, where I want my time spent. Um, I really ended up being uh, very... (laughs) I guess just overscheduled this week is is the right turn. So um, once I figured out kind of where I needed my priorities to be, I decided I need to take a break from social media, even though that is like the main way um, that I promote my podcast and my business. But it was definitely necessary for me to take a couple of days. I took two days where I did not exercise at all. I just really refocused, regrouped. And sometimes you just need to do that, right? So I was just at a point where I needed to take a step back from everything that I could and refocus and recenter myself. And it worked. I am feeling better today. I kind of decided that on maybe like Thursday, Friday, it's Sunday. Um, And so here I am. I'm back. I'm feeling refreshed. I got myself uh, actually to an in-person class at the gym today that was really fun and amazing. And then I let myself sit in the hot tub and just relax. I seriously almost fell asleep in the hot tub. I didn't know that was possible. Um, Someone probably would have thought something was wrong with me (laughs) if I really had. But um, anyways, it it was good. I have been able to refresh, refocus, and I am ready to come back to this week, um, ready to go. So today, we are going to talk about cholesterol. And I want to keep it super simple for you, like I always do, simple, easy, quick to understand. Um, and if you are someone who is under 30 years old, don't think that I'm not, you are not old enough to discuss cholesterol levels because you absolutely definitely are. Uh, the thing about having high cholesterol, and we'll discuss what that means, is that there really are no symptoms except for getting a blood test. So, Here is me telling you, if you haven't gone to your annual visit with your doctor um, in the last year, (laughs) that you need to schedule it and get in there and get a blood test done. It is part of your annual checkup, and it is the only way that you can keep track of your cholesterol levels. Now, let's discuss what cholesterol is first, and then we'll talk about the good cholesterol, the bad cholesterol, and what you can do to either reduce your bad cholesterol or continue to have excellent cholesterol numbers. So cholesterol is actually a waxy type substance found in your blood, and your body does need cholesterol to build healthy cells. But high levels of the wrong kind of cholesterol can increase your risk of heart disease. So if you remember when we talked about heart disease a couple weeks ago, having high cholesterol was a risk factor. 
So with high cholesterol, you can develop actually like fatty deposits in your blood vessels. And eventually those get bigger and bigger and they make it difficult for blood to flow through your arteries. Sometimes those artery or those deposits actually break loose and form a clot. And the clot is what causes heart attack and or stroke. So Sometimes those fatty deposits can just get so thick and big, they block uh, the blood from flowing, and that can cause a heart attack. Or when those deposits break off, then they start flowing from your arteries into smaller arteries throughout your body, they get stuck. So they maybe could fit in the larger ones, but as they flow out to further away from your body, they get stuck, completely block the blood flow. And that is when you have a stroke or one type of stroke. So cholesterol is carried throughout your blood and it's attached to proteins. And the combination of proteins and cholesterol is called lipoprotein or lipoprotein, depending on who you talk to. And there are different types of cholesterol based on what the lipoprotein carries. So you have your LDL, which is your low-density lipoprotein, and that is the bad cholesterol. So think I always think of L low, you want it to be low, right? <laughs> because it's the bad stuff and you don't want a lot of it. So LDL cholesterol is the one that builds up in the walls of your arteries and makes them kind of hard and narrow and helps or reduces your blood flow. High density lipoprotein HDL is good cholesterol. And this cholesterol actually picks up excess cholesterol and takes it back to your liver. So the more HDL or high uh, high density lipoprotein that you have in your blood, uh, the better because it kind of cleans it up and it keeps things flowing for you. So, um, when you get a lipid profile done too, so that's like the blood test that they will do to check your numbers, they will also measure something called a triglyceride. And that's actually a type of fat in your blood. And actually having a high triglyceride number, um, can also increase your risk of heart disease. So, Normal levels, we'll talk about generally what you would look for when you get that blood test. Um, you want your total cholesterol number to be less than 200 milligrams per deciliter. You want your LDL or that bad cholesterol number to be less than 100. And you want your HDL cholesterol to be higher than 60 generally. And then your triglyceride number, you want it to be less than 150. So let's talk risk factors, okay? So risk factors that can increase your risk of unhealthy cholesterol levels. First is a poor diet. So eating too much saturated fat or trans fats can result in unhealthy cholesterol levels. Um, saturated fats are usually found in fatty cuts of meat, full-fat dairy products. Um, trans fats are often found in packaged snacks or desserts, also fast food. Um, next risk factor is obesity or even being overweight. And so having a body mass index of 30 or greater also puts you at risk of high cholesterol. Lack of exercise is next. So exercise helps boost your body's HDL, which is the good cholesterol. And if you're not exercising, then you're not getting that boost of your HDL. Smoking. Cigarette smoking may lower your level of HDL, which is the good cholesterol. So smoking cigarettes reduces your good cholesterol, therefore leaving room for the bad cholesterol to be outnumber the good, right? Alcohol. Drinking too much alcohol increases your total cholesterol number. Age. 
So even young children can have unhealthy cholesterol, but it's much more common in people over 40. As you age, your liver becomes less able to remove the LDL. So as you age, liver function reduces, um, and that is why lifestyle changes can be super important for anyone of any age, but especially those 40 and over, or anyone that has not-so-great cholesterol numbers no matter what your age is. So let's talk about what you can do today to improve or maintain your cholesterol levels. We are going to talk about three things. We'll talk about nutrition, we'll talk about movement and exercise, and then we'll talk about um, other factors that you can control. So first, if you're over the age of 30 and you haven't had your cholesterol numbers checked, I want you to do that. I want you to make sure you go to the doctor, get your annual exam, and sometimes the doctors make it optional like, oh, you're kind of, you're sort of young. You don't need to have your blood tested now. Do you want to? You should always just say yes. It is part of the annual exam. It should be covered by your insurance as part of that annual exam, and it's better to do now while it's covered versus, you know, a few months down the road, something happens and then you have to get it tested and pay for it. So I say if it's part of it, you might as well get the whole thing, right? Um, So if you're over the age of 30 and haven't had that cholesterol checked, please go do that because knowing where your numbers are now um, can kind of help you with the decisions that you make and know if you need to make some lifestyle changes or, you know, other changes and you don't know unless you get your number taken. So get your cholesterol number checked for sure. Now, we'll start with talking nutrition and a few things you can do with your nutrition. Definitely a balanced nutrition is what you're looking for, right? Um, So reducing, you know, that takeout fast food. Um, But here are a few specifics. So first, eating foods high in fiber, like oatmeal or oat bran, high fiber fruits and vegetables, um, can actually help reduce your poor cholesterol number. So soluble fiber reduces the amount of cholesterol absorbed in your bloodstream and helps lower LDL, which is the bad cholesterol. So that's why you see um, that advertisement on the box of Cheerios uh, that says can help reduce cholesterol numbers when, in, you know, put in a balanced diet or whatever that the uh, the box says. But um, it's true because the first ingredient in Cheerios is that, you know, oat bran or whatever. And so starting your day off with a breakfast that is high in fiber and then eating high fiber foods throughout the day will help reduce your LDL. Um, another thing, interestingly enough, is whey protein supplements. So... <laughs> Here we go. Studies have shown that whey protein given as a supplement both will lower LDL and it'll lower your total cholesterol number as well as blood pressure. So a lot of people ask, why do I supplement with protein? Well, here you go. Here is another reason. It can actually help improve your cholesterol and blood pressure. And if you're looking for an awesome whey protein supplement, I will link what I use in the show notes. Um, The next thing is making sure you're watching the amount of saturated fats and trans fats that you eat. So remembering back in that episode where I discussed reading nutrition labels, I mentioned that you want saturated fats to be as low as possible, close to zero, and that trans fats, you almost always want them to be at zero. So remembering fast food is typically high in both saturated and trans fat. 
um, desserts, packaged foods, things like that. Those are things you want to make sure you read those food labels on. Um, if you're someone that tends to eat a lot of fast food, a lot of packaged food, um, a lot of desserts and packaged desserts and things like that, you need to start reading your nutrition labels. Uh, the nutrition is the first place that most people need to start making changes or improvements um, to help their cholesterol numbers. So another thing that used to be this big thing, can you eat eggs, right? Because eggs are have a higher cholesterol number. Yes, please eat the eggs, eat all the eggs, right? Um, well, I shouldn't say all the eggs. That's not all you should eat all day. But if you eat a couple eggs a day, it's fine. Um, you... The only way I would say you should not eat eggs or reduce the amount of eggs you eat is if your doctor recommends that. But I also think that that is a very old school kind of myth um, when it comes to cholesterol. Eggs are part of a healthy, balanced diet. If that's something that you like to eat, you do not have to stop eating eggs. Um, chances are if you have high LDL numbers, it's not because of the eggs you eat. It's probably because of multiple other factors. So Eat the eggs. <laughs> okay. Number two, movement. Exercise improves your LDL number. Okay. That exercise is super, super important. Again, we've already talked about how it's good for generally preventing heart disease. This is another way how it helps prevent heart disease. So studies actually show that regular moderate exercise actually will change the size of the LDL particle. So it will over time, increase the size of the LDL particle in your body, which is actually associated with reduced risk of heart disease. So it's the small, dense, thick, heavy LDL uh, particles that lead to heart disease, and the bigger <laughs> LDL doesn't, apparently. Um, moderate exercise also can just plain out reduce your LDL totals by up to 10%, some studies have shown. That's a lot. That's a big reduction just by increasing the amount you exercise. And regular exercise also will lower your risk of being overweight or obese, which reduces that risk again, because remember, that was one of those risk factors is being overweight. Um, remember that the American Heart Association recommends for overall heart health, you should be fitting in a minimum of 30 minutes of exercise that five days a week. So, but get that specifically lowering lipids, right? So exercise to actually lower um, that LDL number, you should actually be including at least 40 minutes worth of moderate to vigorous exercise three to four times a week. So three to four times a week of 40 minutes of moderate to vigorous. So that's even more intense exercise than what we would say moderate is, right? Um, so just remembering that exercise, if you have had poor um, LDL numbers, you really need to start ramping up the exercise. And I actually have a really cool example of this. Um, if you follow me on social, you saw me post about this maybe a week or so ago. But at the gym where I teach a cardio circuit class, I teach it twice a week. And it's just a 30-minute class. So it's not a 40-minute class. But um 
I have a member of the gym who started coming to my cardio circuit classes about a year ago. And I I had no idea that she was having trouble with her cholesterol at all. Um, but she told me the other day after class, she came up to me and kind of had a little bit of tears in her eyes. And she said, I just wanted to tell you that I just had my annual visit with my doctor and my cholesterol numbers lowered by 30 points. Now that's huge. I mean, a 30 point reduction in a year is huge. And she said, my doctor asked me if I had been continuing to do my walking because she was doing a walking regimen already, which is what we would say is like moderate exercise, right? But I wouldn't say that it's vigorous exercise. (laughs) Um, And so she said, the only thing I changed in my routine over the last year was coming to your class twice a week. And so by just adding in that extra 60 minutes a week of vigorous exercise, because my cardio circuit class is that HIIT style, like that high-intensity interval training, um, by starting to incorporate that twice a week for an entire year um, is the only thing that she really changed, and that was enough to lower her number. And so that was really cool and kudos to her for stepping outside of her comfort zone because it's not easy. That that kind of training, that kind of exercise is difficult. It's hard. It's not easy. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it, right? Um, so just remember that if you are someone that's trying to incorporate more vigorous exercise um, and it seems hard, well, it should be. <laughs> that hard exercise should, that's what that kind of exercise should be. And that's what you need to do to help improve your numbers. Now, beyond exercise and uh, nutrition and improving your nutrition, the third thing is just cutting back. If you are someone who is smoking tobacco or drinking alcohol, reducing and or eliminating the use of both cigarettes and alcoholic products shows a significant assistance in lowering your cholesterol levels and reducing your risk of heart disease. So just remember, if you are a smoker, if you are someone who drinks often, um, there are ways to get help to help you reduce the use or stop altogether, which would be ideal. And if you need help, I would say the first place to um, reach out to is your doctor, uh, talking with them and getting hooked up with the assistance and programs that you need to help you reduce and eliminate that. Now, the one thing I didn't talk about is that there can be a genetic component to your cholesterol levels. And sometimes this does occur. More typically, if you have poor cholesterol levels, it's because of lifestyle choices that you need to change. Um, But sometimes or occasionally there is somebody that has um, poor cholesterol numbers because of something genetic. And if this is true for you, your doctor would likely prescribe a medication for you to use. However, lifestyle choices still play a role in your levels, even if you have a genetic component. And you can use these lifestyle hacks, if you want to call them, um, to help your numbers, no matter if it's a genetic component or not. Now, generally speaking, if your cholesterol levels are higher than they should be, if you begin to incorporate the things we've discussed, you will likely see changes in as little as six to eight weeks, but typically it'll take about three months to reduce your levels and even up to a full year. 
right? So medication may be used during this time to assist your body um, to control those cholesterol levels until your body adjusts to the changes that you've decided to make. And eventually, if there is no genetic component or a very mild genetic component, you should be able to reduce and eliminate the um, cholesterol medication that you use altogether, which is really, really cool. Again, super empowering. It puts you in the driver's seat. You are in control of your health and your risk of heart disease. You are in control of your cholesterol levels, and cholesterol levels are important. If you have not had them checked, please go have them checked. And then do what you need to do to improve them. The same things we've been talking about since day one, a healthy, balanced nutrition plan for yourself Regular exercise, you know, minimum of 150 minutes a week, up to 300 minutes a week, moderate to vigorous exercise, which can include cardiovascular type activities, um, both steady state cardio, right? We talked about that last time, or that high intensity interval training, um, resistance training, which would be strengthening activities or exercises, and also reducing your use of cigarettes and alcohol. Those three things put together uh, can make a whole world of difference for you um, in so many ways. It's the same three things we've been touching on over and over and over again. So I hope that this episode helped to continue to push you toward those lifestyle changes that maybe you are in need of making or you just need a little reminder of why you've been working so hard and making those proper lifestyle choices that have kept you healthy so far. But my goal here, as always, is to help you live a healthier, happier life that is never limited by your physical abilities of your body. Um, Continue to work on those lifestyle choices every day. It is a daily work that you will have to continue doing forever, but I promise it is work that is 100% worth it. Please, if you liked this episode, share it with a friend. You can rate or review the podcast as well. That helps um, the program that you listen to the podcast through, whether that is Apple or Spotify, or maybe you're listening on Facebook. It helps to tell them, hey, people like this. You should show this to more people. And that in turn helps my podcast grow. Um, again, check those show notes. I will link uh, the uh, protein supplement that I use daily and have been for a couple of years. And if it's something you want to get your hands on, you can order that right through me um, with the link in the show notes. But besides that, I hope you have a very healthy, happy week as I plan to. <laughs> and if you're in a place where you feel like you need to reset, um, please take those couple of days to um, refocus, reset, Put yourself first before you give yourself to others. Have a beautiful week, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to me that you are here. It would be amazing for you to share this episode on social media and tag me in it. Can't wait to be back next time. Talk soon.